Welcome to Listen Local Lounge at Satellite Studios, a musical talk show hosted by me, Catherine Beeks, and produced and co-hosted by my pal and ruler of this room, king of the console, pope of production, the boss of the buttons, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Berkeley of Satellite Studios. Oh my God. Insert wow. applause. That is amazing. I don't even know how to respond to all of that wonderful alliteration. This show is made possible because of gas money funded by my Patreon subscribers. Thank you to those 61 fabulous folks who, because they are so generous and supportive, will be able to enjoy exclusive video of these sessions. Patreon.com slash listen local radio. We love our subscribers. So make sure you're being videoed, Jeff. I don't oh. know if I got you to sign a waiver or a release. But Hi. Uh, that's I see the camera. It's behind me. So you're going to see a lot of this shot okay. throughout the day. <laughs> Lucky you have nice hair. Which a lot nice of people hair. think is my best side, <laughs> for sure. So... <laughs> And uh, also helping us today in the studio, uh, studio Satellite Studios manager, uh, Amelia. Amelia yes. Sarkeesian. That's right. She's here. Hi, beautiful girl. She's and, currently putting out a fire. And right John now. Edwards, of course, is here, just looking handsome and keeping it all cool. Chooch and Penny, they're also here, sound asleep. Okay, so perhaps some of you listening now remember a little show called Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound, which, of course, was uh, recorded at Jess Claremont studio a decade or so ago. And now we're back by popular demand. We are here in Kearney Mesa at Jeff's new studio, Satellite Studios, and we're about to hit play and record episode one with these two incredible guests, ladies and gentlemen, in the room with me, the beautiful, fantastic Molly Jensen. And sitting next to her, surrounded by toys that we cannot wait until he plays with, it's Johnny Tarr. Yes. Welcome. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. And so you two had never met? No. Okay, so no. I'm glad. Nice to meet you. You're gonna but now I want my next haircut just like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm growing honestly, out my hair Honestly, like I'm yours. not messing about it. That's a wicked haircut. It oh, is. No, she's wow. She is yeah. style personified. Oh, wow. oh my goodness. Um, and so uh, I told you what sort of the format was that uh, we were for first going to ask you if you can tell us. We'll start with you, Molly, ladies first. We'll start uh, if you can please tell us where you're from, where you live now, and what you do. Okay, I uh, am from San Diego. I grew up in North County in Rancho Bernardo, right on the edge of Arbian Poway. And um, I've been living in L.A., but I moved back to my parents' house in nice. October. Nice. Uh, and I've been kind of helping them out with some things, and they've been helping me out with some things. And it's just been a nice little sweet time to be together during all the craziness that is going on right Absolutely. Now. And I'm a musician, a voiceover actor, and an artist. I draw, and I'm, I just kind of do a lot of different things for as much money as possible, which is usually not a lot, <laughs> which is why I'm living with my parents. Yeah. And you do every one of them with such beauty and style and <laughs> your you. unique thing. There are dozens of dollars to be made in the music business. Dozens yeah, of dollars. Yeah. And Tens I'm almost of up to a dozen dollars. Good for you. See, that's that's the that's as much goals. as can be made. Yeah. That's all of it. Nice. All right. Well, that covers in a nutshell, sort of. Love it. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> Thank you. Johnny Tarr, tell us where you're from, where you're living now, and what it is you do, sir. Um, I'm from a city called Cardiff in Wales in the UK, which although is in the UK and is uh, it makes me British, I'm not English. And uh, I've been in uh, San Diego for about 12 years now. Um, but most of 2021, I spent actually back in Wales for the first time in a long, long time. We spent that year so my daughter could go to school there because okay. the schools here were obviously closed. And um, now I am a musician of kind of lots of different types, but I mainly consider myself a songwriter-producer. Um, but I play in quite a few different bands and um, I do a looping show and then my original music can be performed like this duo trio all the way up to about a 10 or 11 piece band. Yeah. But yeah. I, do, I do music of all descriptions, basically. Yep. That's what I do. You do it great. Your, um, your streaming was ahead of its time when everything went down and people were starting to stream online. Yours was like just amazing. Ah, well, thanks. Yeah. Um, you you don't really realize how much how much work goes into that getting it right like the the positions of things yeah. and lighting and stuff like that and the fir the first week or so I was doing it I was like 
this is great because I was getting like Venmos of I was making like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a week. Wow! Like just from and it dropped off real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> after about a month, like and when other people start again on people, you know, were losing wages and didn't have money. I was like, I had to think of something else then. So which is part of the reason we went back to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. But, I wondered, yeah. you, you skipped off for, but you were gone about a year, right? Gone about a year, from, from September to September, September yeah. 2020 yeah. to sep- uh, September 2021, which is the school year. Yeah. So my daughter went to school in, 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 in Cardiff, which was hilarious because um, like she was coming home and singing me songs in Welsh, but in an American accent, yeah. which had to be a first. That's funny. It had to be, it was great. But yeah, yeah she, she got to go to school, which most of the kids here didn't. Right. So that was one of the main reasons for going back. Dig it. Yeah. And your family's back there and such. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. San Diego was devastated when you left, so we were... Well, I'm glad to be back. There was I'm parades really happening when you were back. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't see him. We're so glad. <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, and so um, speaking of that, you uh, you won San Diego Music Award Best Pop in 2020. I did, yeah, which was their first... Uh, their first one, which had to go online Virtual, because of the pandemic, yeah. which was, it was really weird. So, cause like I'd been, I'd worked, I must admit, I worked really hard on trying to get votes. I worked, I worked really hard at it. I don't usually work that hard at things like that. So yeah. I, you know, I think it's a lot to do with the effort you put in, but obviously you've got to have a, a decent enough recording to be nominated in the first place. So I, for that, I thank my band. Yeah. Cause I was like, boys, the deadline's in a month and girl. We're going into the studio and we just knocked out this set and it, it luckily it got it got uh, nominated so that was really good. But when they called they called me when it was about a week to the the the, the um the award ceremony and they called me and they said, "Listen, you got to be ready by your computer when we announce the results." So I didn't know like they were basically telling me then you've already won it. Right. I didn't know. I thought there was going to be like four four faces on the screen, right. one going yay and all the rest going. I know. Like this, but yeah, I I, well, I did win it. Guess what they did? They had two separate Zoom rooms. Right. One for the people that were nominated and one for the winners. Oh, did they? I didn't because know that. all of us nominees were all excited in our little squares. <laughs> and every time they would announce a winner, we're like, wait, no one. And so two or three in, we all figured it out. We're oh, like, really? oh, we're okay. in the loser room, you guys. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. So is that what they, they, because they had the next one yeah. live, didn't they? It was yeah, a, live, yeah. a live get together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about the San Diego Music Awards quite a bit, I think, through our sessions uh, okay. here, uh, because a lot of people are nominated, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just a fun thing. We really love uh, wh- how it brings the city together and, and all that. Um, Molly Jensen, you, uh, I want to ask you about the voiceover actress stuff, because I, I think I should do that sidebar, though, because I, I want to learn how to get into it so much, but I think a lot of people do. So do you have any, like, how did you do that? Yeah, I was I was actually on tour opening for Fiction Family. Do you remember that band? I, some the name guys out of San familiar. Diego. And um, I was we were backstage, and the drummer Aaron Redfield kind of leaned over and just said, "What would you do if you weren't a musician?" And I said, "Voiceovers." Like so quickly. That's yeah. I just knew from a young age that I loved doing voices and singing. And I always wanted to be a Disney princess, so yeah. I could be like the talking voice and the singing voice. Yes. <laughs> and he said, "I have a friend who does that. You should reach out to her." And so I emailed her that minute, and then she got right back to me and gave me information for a coach in LA. And then, and I was living in LA, and so I started meeting with this coach. And then after like six months, I made a demo reel. And then I started signing up on all the places you could. This was like 12 years ago, signing up on all the places you could to get jobs and nice. um, or auditions at least. Okay. Now all of those places like voice123.com, voices.com, they all cost money to be right. a part of. And it, the, it's changed so much. Yeah. Um, so it kind of it's just defeating yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's like this big cattle call. That's what but I it, the, the vibe I was getting. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But now I have agents and I get auditions. Um, nice. But I really got into voice uh, imaging on radio stations. Okay. I did a I did a, a mock makeup commercial. Just randomly met this guy. He paid me a hundred bucks, and I did the voiceover for it was like a Maybelline commercial, but it was Photoshop and saying that Photoshop was a makeup product. Oh, So wow. it was called Photoshop by Adobe instead okay. of Adobe. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and it went viral. And we got like 3 million hits in a couple days. And I, some guy in Miami heard it and reached out to me to do a tanning salon commercial. And then cool. he came back to me and said, hey, I'm, I hire people to do radio imaging. And then I signed with this group, the Mix Group in Miami. That was... In 2010, Very cool. I've been doing it ever since. Fantastic. So Congrats random. on that. Thank you. That's really good. I love it. Uh, 
Well, thanks for sharing that story. Um, let's play uh, a song. I was going to have you each play. Um, well, you've, you're going to perform two today, um, either sharing a pre-recorded one or playing live. Um, again, shall we start with Molly? And um, so tell us about the song. And Okay. Um, well, this song is called You Did Your Best. And I, I, I did my own music years and years ago and put out an album and signed a label and did all that, played Lilith Fair, The Resurgence, which yes. was amazing. But I got really burned out, and the label dropped me when I didn't really sell a lot of CDs. And um, I kind of just got tired and got married and started a videography company and started doing voiceovers and then started doing some side stuff music-wise. And so I was playing with different bands. I played with a band, a country band called Sam Outlaw for five years. I remember that. And um, yeah. and then I got divorced. And a year after a year of touring with Sam and going through divorce, and I hadn't written songs for myself for eight years. I'd written for other projects for The Sender. Did you ever know yep, that project? I remember Did that, that project, yep. And um, I got... I, I was we were in Australia at the end of this tour and I had a few days off by myself and I had my guitar with me and I just picked up my guitar and I was like, let's see what comes out. And I wrote a song in like 30 minutes and it just kind of was like, oh, I have all this stuff I need to process and write. And so I started writing and then about a year later, I reached out to Greg Laswell, yeah. who helped me make my first album and is really the reason I started writing songs in the first place. He's he so great. really taught me a lot and helped me a lot. And yeah. um, we hadn't talked in a while, but I just reached out to him and said, would you help me make an album? <laughs> and he said yes. He texted me back right away, which was encouraging. Um, and so I brought him a song that I felt good about, and we recorded that, and then had all these other songs that I had worked through but didn't really love, and we just kind of dumped all those and we just wrote the rest of the album together Beautiful. and we made um one and this song was a a song that was about a family member that had kind of let me down in my childhood but somebody I very much loved and and the idea of how people we're all kind of just doing the best with the tools we have you know and if I have that attitude towards towards somebody's hurt me, whether it's a family member or in a relationship or my ex-husband or, bat, you know, whatever. If I have the attitude of we're all doing the best we can with the tools we have, it just makes life a lot easier. So, yeah.
blew right by Rarely in agreement No matter how hard we try And I know you did your best And I forgive you for that And I know you did your best And I love you for And that has a video for it, or your no, it doesn't okay. have a video for it. Wait, you, does it? No, but I do have a lot of videos. Your videos are just—I <laughs> love you. your videos. I kind of when I made the album, I I thought I had this plan that I was going to make a video for every single song, and there's ten songs, and I'm definitely by the end of it will have most of the songs, but I don't think all of them. I'm so glad. Yeah, there's such great stories, and they're so fun and visual, and. And you're just you share you share a lot, and I appreciate that that you've done that because there's a lot of people that relate and appreciate you sharing your story so candidly, like you do, and in such a beautifully artistic and funky and fun way. Lots of wigs. Yeah. Oh, I love the wigs. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. So, Johnny Tar, will you play us a song? And as maybe as you're telling us about the song, also can you tell us about the setup for those who are not watching? Sure. Yeah. Um, can you? Can people see that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about the setup first then. Um, I realized really early on that I wasn't going to be a good enough guitarist to play songs on the guitar and sing them just on their own. And I've always been really fascinated with uh, electronics and dance music and, and sampling and all the rest of it. So for the very first person I saw using one of these was m many years ago. Um, what's his name? Reggie, Reggie Watts the beatboxer, like the comedian, like, and he was just amazing. So amazing. I was just so blown away. And I, he just did it all with his voice. And I, I, I was like, I can play enough instruments well enough to make full songs with this stuff. So, I mean, this is this, I mean, I've, I've been looping 15 years, nearly 16 years now. And this, this, this setup's all gone through quite a lot of metamorphosis and evolution. Um, but this one here is the, is the, the big boss looper. So you've got three loops on it. Uh, play stop, play stop, play stop, and all the play buttons are also record. So you can make three layers of stuff, but also as many layers as you want of each. So I make all my beats on this one, main chunk of the, the song here, and then uh, choruses or uh, middle eights or stuff here. That's just the way I use it. Everybody uses them a different way. Um, you know, uh, they, they are a, an instrument as far as I'm concerned. This thing here is a harmonizer. So you put um, the guitar through it and it's got a chip in it which understands the voicing of the chord and it'll give you those backing vocals whether you want one or two part harmonies thirds fifths octaves whatever so you program it up a, a different way um, and then that's a little auto wah distortion octave pedal that one's really important because i like bass so i put a lot of bass lines in my tunes so that's my my setup i like to my aim is when people are listening to me they can hear and they think there are there's a band playing or there's a recording playing and then if they sit without looking at me and I've, I've had people say that a few times which is like really satisfying so that's that um the song i'm about to play is off the, the album the second album i'm writing now for pacific records san diego pacific records uh and i believe it's the first song i've ever written in a major key um, um and it's called across the event horizon and it's just basically just it's just about how how uh, in love with my wife I am actually. Ugh. That's what that's what it's about. Um, and I've written I, I write I write quite a few songs about her. I do I've written quite a few and quite more recently. Um, and yeah, it, that that that's all it is really. It's just about how what um a bright and sunny personality she is. That's what it's about. She is. Okay, let's hear it. All right, here we go. 
dogs even were dancing. So tell me about Pacific Records. What's it like being one of their artists? What is that about? Well, it's hard to, it's hard to really say at the moment because I've, I've only been back a certain amount and they signed me while I was in the UK. And I actually wrote an album during the pandemic, kind of like have people send their parts in from all over the place. Like I was there and we had people sending from LA and, and, and San Diego and kind of put it together um, from over there uh, for my first record. Pacific Records and I was actually while I was doing it I was gonna a friend of mine back home in Bristol city in in the UK um he was just starting a label and I called him I said hey mate uh do you want to release my first record and he was like yeah but we're we're not really set up to do it yet and I said well why don't you just release it in the UK and then I just called Brian of uh, Brian Witkin of Pacific Records said just like out of the blue I just said do you fancy releasing my record in the states and he was like yeah and I was like oh all right, cool. <laughs> Wicked. I wasn't expecting that response at all. Right. Um, and then it turned out that my, um, my friend Julian, his label just wasn't going to be up to the, the release time. So then uh, Pacific Records got the global uh, release. And um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of, because I'm working on, the, on this second album, um, I guess we're going to see how it all goes once I've got this second album done, ready to release, and we can follow it up with some gigs yeah. and a tour perhaps. Right. And, you know, proper promotion, which was just not, doable while I was in 
the UK. So I, it, it remains to be seen. I, it, it's nice. It's nice to be on a label. It's nice to be on a homegrown label. It's nice to be on a because I, I, yeah. I definitely consider myself, you know, if anything, a San Diegan Welsh first. But I'm a San Diegan. This is my home. Yeah. Has been my my wife and daughter are here. Yeah. So um, it's it's nice to be rep by a, a local and upcoming label and. You know, just the, the it's just a sense of kind of camaraderie because the whole the landscape has changed with that. You know what I mean? It's not like a record company is a record company anymore. They're having to do different things in order to survive, especially, you know, smaller independent labels. So it's just it's just nice to be part part of something and having like a um a bit of a representation, basically, you know. So when the record comes out, we'll we'll see how how it goes, you know. Yeah. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Molly, your latest um, album is Goodbye. When did that come out? It came out in August. Okay. And um, tell me about that. What? Uh, that's with Greg? Yeah, that was with Greg. It was my second solo album. Right. It was had been 12 years since, I guess, since the last solo release. So it had been a while, and honestly, I just wasn't sure if I would ever put out music again, but I'm really glad I was able to. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like I kind of dropped off. Once it came out, I had a few more videos to put out and a few more little press things. And then I got a little overwhelmed with the life of an independent solo singer-songwriter. Yeah. And so I, and I'm so turned off by social media and for so many reasons. And yet I'm also, I also know how important it is right, right now. And so I have this back and forth where I kind of, I'll go for like a couple weeks and like post every day and be really on top of it. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'm back up and I'm <laughs> off for like months. I noticed that. I but when you're so there, hard. you have, it's such great content, like your dancing videos. <laughs> I haven't done those in a those while. Those were so fun. Those were fun. I need to get some more, get those back up. But I just... I did just start. I did just finish a video that I'm releasing uh, at on the 21st of March. Okay, and so I, I filmed a video back in September. So you do all your own videos, filming and editing, and um, at the first. Well, the first uh, I can't remember what I put out. I've put out about six now, or maybe this is the sixth one. Um, four of them, my friend Tony, who's a videographer, filmed. Okay, and. Um, one of them I filmed by myself. It was me shaving my head in yeah. with just with my iPhone yeah, and yeah. just edited that. And then, love it. Um, and I used to be a videographer, so I do know how to edit. Although I do, I also feel like I've lost all, like I blocked a lot of that out. Yeah. So I have to, I've had to relearn some things. Yeah. But this new video, um, I so my friend Tony filmed and edited three of my videos and another one. I will be editing. He filmed, and that, that's going to come out in a, a little bit. Cool. Um, but this one that's coming out March 21st, I had this concept because the song's called It's Not Complicated. We're going to play it today. Okay. And it's just a fun, kind of got a little bit of a 90s vibe feel. And um, But the idea is I'm really afraid to do this. I'm afraid of how this will come across, but I'm still going to do it, you know, and it, I feel like it applies to so many things. I'm afraid to start over. I'm afraid yeah. to move, like do this new job or whatever. Right. And, um, and I wanted it to be fun and it's kind of upbeat and dancey too. And so I just had this idea. And then I have a friend who's a, um, she's, her name's Beth Jones and she's a style influencer and on YouTube and Instagram, and I, and we've done a couple videos where we go thrifting together, and yeah, it's always been so fun. So I was like, what if we, what if we went thrifting totally. and did a video for you, and then we could get your people to come look at what I'm doing? Yeah. And, and then my friend Dana is a photographer, and she wanted to kind of learn how to do videos, and so we did a trade where she provided the space and the backdrops, and then yeah. Beth provided some of the clothes and helped me thrift for some other clothes, and yeah. then um, helped me style it, and then. We filmed it, and then I edited it all, and it took me a long time, and yeah. I had about six months where I was like, I'm just afraid. Yeah. I just had a lot of fear, yeah. and then I finally was able to push through with help of a very wise friend, Yeah, and I finished it, and nice. I color corrected it, and wow. got it all going, and now it's, it's very cool. ready, so it feels good. Yeah. 
I'm I'm just uh, learning. I mean, I've done a bunch of videos, but you know, you, every one is different, and yeah. you get a little better each time. I haven't gotten to the color correction stage yet. But. I <laughs> did not. I was very intimidated by the color correcting. Yeah. I did not think I would be good at it, and it held me back. That was another thing that kind of held me back. But yeah. then I finally was like, oh, I just have to do it, and it ended up being much faster than. Yeah. Well, let's play. It's not complicated right All now. Right. complicated molly jensen on listen local lounge at satellite studios um if you're just joining us welcome to the show we are back and our guests are molly jensen and johnny tar and we also have um penny and chooch in the studio cruising around if you hear fingernails on the floor heavy breathing it is not any of our guests (laughs) so um johnny still listening productions that's sort of your how you do your gigs and um well that's actually Michael who who's one of your next guests I think uh, 
next episode. That's right. It's his company. And okay. And he, he took pity on me one time. Basically, I owe, I owe Michael Tiernan quite a lot. Like, he took pity on me. I, I went up to him after a gig. I saw him looping, and I was like, I wanted to dislike it, obviously. Yeah. And I saw him, I was like, oh, actually, he's really bloody good. So I went up to him afterwards, after about five Pacificos, and went, yeah, you're really good at looping. You want to hear me, though, mate. Right? <laughs> I, literally, I literally did do that. And he just completely called my bluff and asked me down to his, um, his, his night that he does every Wednesday. And then he asked me to join his, his uh, production company, Still Listening Productions. And um, he, yeah, he helps me out with a lot of really good gigs. And if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be able to pay a mortgage in San Diego. Oh, and man. that's for real. That's like, awesome. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's been uh, a guardian angel. To be he, yeah. has, um, he has it down. Like, um, you know, father and musician and balancing that. That's so much respect for him. Yeah, he, absolutely. I'm going to ask him how. When yeah. I interview him, so yeah. we'll we'll get, no, he's, we'll he's, get everybody. He's not out. like normal. He's not like normal people. He's got. He's like, yeah. I I, I, I guess you know about Michael. He was he was in the Vatican yeah. training to be a, a priest in yes. the seminary, um, and it it shows like yeah, like he's the most calm, saintly person I've ever met for sure. <laughs> he's he's just got it, and it showed because I'm quite a hectic and sort of like yeah. full on sort of person. Yeah, and and watching that being calm and sedate and thinking yeah. things through is. Often better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so and, glad yeah, to hear that. That's what I get from I'm Michael. I'm so yeah. glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. I recognize that name. That's why I was like, so. Mm. Um, yeah, still listening productions, um, and that's great. Um, so what is on the horizon for you? Well, I'm halfway through, like literally about the halfway point of writing this, uh, this, this new album at the moment, uh, but this is the first one that I'm going to be it's my first album that I'm mixing, producing, and I'm going to master it myself. Okay. So I'm having lessons with a guy from the UK who, who I'm having mastering lessons with him every week, and it's absolutely frying my brain. I bet. But uh, be, that, that's, there's that, and um, I'm actually sort of hoping to buy, uh, buy some more property and be like a, a property developer. That's going to be like my side thing because we don't get like, pension schemes do you know what I mean right <laughs> musicians don't get yeah. pension schemes and also I'm not a citizen yet so I wouldn't really be eligible for it I've got two years left on my green card so then I either become a citizen renew my green card okay or get kicked out or we'll see right but um so so I'm looking into basically other things where I don't have to play live as much yeah um and I'll be producing and writing and studio work more and also um hopefully buying a property or two to rent and be, um, you know, an Airbnb or a landlord or in something. In San Diego? So that, in San Diego, Wow, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. absolutely. I, just, I think I'm just about going to manage yeah. my first investment property, Beautiful, yeah. that's just, fantastic. Just squeeze it, sort that's, of thing, yeah. That's wonderful. But that's due to Michael. Yeah. Because he, he, he's, given me, he's given me the gigs for an income to be able to pay a mortgage in San Diego, which is no mean feat. Right. Trust me. And, yeah, uh, um, yeah so, so I, I, owe, I owe the guy a lot. Beautiful. To be honest. Because he, he kind of went, all right, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what you got then, mate. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, you, your talent and your worth, work ethic and, you know, that you don't get there by accident, dude. So, well, thank you know, you very much, you're yeah. amazing you and you deserve work. You work, yeah. what's coming to you. So thank that's you. good. Um, why don't you play us another song? Sure. Uh, all right. This one's, um, one's going to be called The Rules and this is going to be coming out as the first single off this new album. And uh, it's about... Uh, it's it's not about me, but it, it's kind of about um, experiences I might have had in the past, just where you were out of your league with someone, and they they were they were a few steps ahead of you, and uh, you ended up suffering mm. as a result. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what this one's about. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I only tried this one about once before this, so we will see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Yeah. 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 
Jeff Berkeley, we haven't been hearing much from you in there. Are you still in there? Did you leave? What? Uh, what what's going on? Were you sleeping in there? <laughs> were you dancing? I was just boogieing to the I music. Are you, you kidding? I'm enjoying this awesome conversation, trying not to interrupt. Oh, Keep right. my full mouth shut. Do you have any questions for our guests? Uh, n- no, you covered it really, really well. I'm I'm amazed at hearing stories of how folks figure out a way to make money and make a living in this business you both have figured out a way to make your way in this 
new in this new world order of a music business where it's not really about making money anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so we're all in it because we love it, but we also have to like pay bills and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work when you call SDG&E and say, hey, I'm a songwriter <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to pay you this week because uh, my songs didn't make as much money. They don't like that excuse yeah, as much. So I know I, I'm just, I'm really amazed by how... Uh, just hearing stories, and that's so cool, Michael. For for you, Johnny, that yeah. Michael kind of took you yeah, under his wing. He's a great guy. Definitely did, yeah. He's yeah, a, he's cool. A, he's a good, good, good man. Very cool. Absolutely. The, your songs are both. The songs are amazing. Thanks oh, for thanks. sharing with us, yeah. both thank of you guys. You. Oh, just, thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. thank you. So, Molly, when are you playing uh, a live performance next, or where can people find out about you, buy your things, follow yeah. you? All well, that. MollyJensen.com. J E N S O N. Um, and I've actually just started a new band called Shh. That's right. Uh, with my friend Rihanna Downey, who is in San Diego. I Now, I, how many S's and how many H's so I can get that right? One S, five H's. All right. It's very particular about those five H's. Um, I, I really was only planning on being in San Diego for a few months. And now that I have this new band here, it's definitely keeping me in town for a while. So. Good. Um, but we have our first show, which in that show, so Rihanna Downey is my bandmate and she, she's a solo singer songwriter, San Diego singer songwriter, and she'll play a couple of her songs. I'll play a couple of my songs and then we'll play some songs. And so cool. We've got, we're working on getting, and we have about six songs and we're working on getting an EP recorded this summer and we really want to tour and I much rather... I prefer playing with somebody than playing by myself. It's just absolutely so much better. Oh, so, yeah. um, so I what I had booked a house concert for myself in LA in Woodland Hills, um, and we've turned it into a sh- show. Cool, a sh- sh- show. <laughs> uh, so I I honestly don't know when I'm gonna play my songs live um, yet. I, I have. I've played a couple shows, but I don't have anything planned right now. Um, and, but we are definitely working on our shows. And we have a website, shtheband.com. That's also <laughs> what we are on Instagram. I'm Molly J on Instagram and and Molly Jensen Official on YouTube. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube. So cool. I'd love you to check that out. And we will. And we will. Love it. Okay, Molly, it was a pleasure having you in. Thanks for having me. I'm such a huge fan of yours. And I am a huge advocate of living, going back to live with your parents as an adult. (laughs) It is fantastic. I feel very lucky. They're great. There's things that I missed the first time through that mom was trying to teach me that Mm -hmm. I got this time. So that's cool. And uh, just it's it's wonderful. And so I'm glad you're doing that. Thank you. Thanks for being such a supporter of us, too. Just knowing that someone's going to play my music every month when I send you something new. I love that you do that. So helpful. I love it. And I love that when you send me your messages, you you give an intro and an outro just in case, and <laughs> you're such a professional. I love it. All right, cool. Johnny Tarr, um, where are you playing next live? Uh, I think the next one's going to be Park and Rec yeah. in University Heights with Oh, yeah, my when will that be? Because this will probably air. We didn't really talk about that with Jeff, but it'll probably be at least a week before – this airs, it's, I would it's imagine. It's actually March 18th, that gig. Okay, so that should so be it cool. Might be out in, and then I've got uh, loads, just loads of gigs with my band all, all through the week. I've just gone on a booking spree being back because I, I didn't do a single gig the whole time I was back in Wales. Right. So I'm actually still reasonably excited about music again Good. for the time being. Good. So um, <clears throat> we're going to be doing that and then we're doing, um, do you know what, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the March the March the eighteenth is at Park and Rack. Park and Rack. Okay. Do you have like a website or something? Yes, you guys, do you do. have a place where people can go yeah, find out um, what you guys the, are the doing? Be, the best place is to check out my uh, Facebook and Instagram, which is uh, dot com forward slash Johnny Tar Music. Yeah, no H and Johnny to R's in Tar Music. Yeah, and then I do have a website as well, JohnnyTar dot com. Yeah, same spelling. <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask real quick, um, Johnny, venue-wise, is there any cool new venue in San Diego that you've discovered since you've been back? Um, new ones? That, no, no, no. But um, I write music for a, 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 a dance company here in San Diego called Disco Riot. Okay. And um, there's a chance we're, we're looking into opening a venue together. So they have 
the venue as a, a yoga studio and dance studio during the day. Cool. And that I'll be taking over the evening, basically. Super so, cool. So it's just going to all be just raving constantly. I love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be there. Yeah. With our, Don't know. It's, it's very early stages, though. But if it does come off, it's going to be called the Riotorium. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'll bring my binky. Bring your binky, mate. <laughs> and your sleeping bag. Uh, yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> All right. Johnny Tara, we love you. Thank you for always accepting my invitations. More than welcome. Thank um, you for having me. Johnny played uh, my fashion show back in 2013 when he first moved here. <laughs> um, uh, we were having the thrift store grand opening in a fashion show, and Johnny was with his beats and we were it just made it so rad and professional feeling it was so cool so yeah, d- uh, did you ever go to that house uh-uh. it's like built built on a rock at the top of a mountain like it was like something out of uh the shire it was, it was mental cool it was like place. literally like this rock sticking out the top and the house is kind of like perched yeah. on top of it yeah. it just looked like a hobbit land it was amazing it was awesome <coughs> crest all right thank you so much johnny tar molly jensen our first guests our inaugural pair. I couldn't have done it without you, so thank you so much. We love you. More than welcome. Thank you. This show is made possible with support from Listen Local Radio subscribers. For just two bucks a month, you can keep this and all of our events rocking in the free world. Go to patreon.com slash listen local radio. Thanks for your support. <laughs>